Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. Today we're going to talk about concussions, and what are we going to do about them? (laughs) What is a concussion? Well, a concussion is actually when someone has temporary unconsciousness caused by a blow to the head. So when someone has a concussion, an actual concussion, what happens is there's been a blow to the head, the body perceives danger, and so it shuts itself down. And like if someone is in an accident or falls out of a tree or off a four-wheeler, someone falls off a horse, they hit their head, the body shuts down. It goes to sleep. The mind, the brain, it shuts everything down so that it can has time to reassess the situation. And so... Obviously, you guys probably all, you've heard my story. I've, I've talked about my daughter when she had her concussion in the past and what we did for her. What we did was, obviously, when she went flying off her the horse, she was only seven and a half years old, and it took me like a minute to run that quarter of a mile to get to her. And when I got to her, her body was, you know, as, I, as the dust settled I watched to see if she was moving as best I could, and I I didn't see any movement. And so when I got to her, she was lying very contorted. Her neck, I thought her neck was broken, but her head had hit. It had The impact was above the left ear. The indentation later, I realized that the indentation was about four inches long, and it was directly above the left ear, like I said, and it was about an inch and a half high. And it was, there was no puncture wounds, but it was just simply indented. So she was bleeding from that spot. It was like trickling, like the, the, the scalp was oozing blood just from the impact of the fracture, but there was no cuts or bruises or, you know, cuts in there. Anyway, her eyes were pinprick dilated. She had very, very, very bright blue eyes. And so all you could see was just seriously like the pinprick of a, a pin for her pupils. Her The malar muscle above the left ear was broken, so her jaw was kittywampus to the side. And in, in her, they thought, actually, when we got to the hospital, they thought her ankle was broken too because of the, the force with which when she hit her head, her feet kept going over the top of her head. And when her ankle hit, like I said, it was very bruised and swollen. They thought that was broken as well, but it wasn't. Anyway... That's a concussion, folks. <laughs> a true concussion, the eyes are always affected in some way, shape, or form. Because, like I said, when the brain shuts itself down so that it has time to assess the situation, it shuts, the, it shuts everything off. Because when it shuts everything down, it's to protect itself. Okay? So sometimes people stay unconscious for, you know, anywhere from a brief few moments to a few hours to several days to weeks. Or even months, some people never wake up, depending on the seriousness of the situation. So, what did we do in that situation? <laughs> well, now first of all, I had we had to get the kid home. We had, you know, I had several children with me. I actually, 
I was just trying to think. I had there were two of my kids were riding horses. I was pushing the stroller. There was one or two riding bikes, and I think one was walking with me. And so anyway, we had to get all these children home. And but I said to my daughter, "Go home and get the car or get the van, and get the arnica and a board and call dad. <laughs> Bring you know because we didn't have cell phones back then. And so." Anyway, so she goes, how am I supposed to get there? And I said, run. Well, she was like 17, I think, at the time. And um, we were a mile from home or a little over a mile from home. But my other daughter came running up on her horse by that time. And I says, so she jumped on her, went home. And anyway, through the course of all these events, like I said, my daughter, I could, you know, I start touching her and and trying to stimulate her because I, I thought her neck was broken but I could see that her heart was still beating I could see that her neck was you know pulsing so I started stimulating her body I didn't touch her I didn't want to disturb her position but but I was trying to stimulate her to wake her you know get some sort of reaction and, and I was touching her arms and I said honey it's mommy it's mommy and then she just burst out screaming and flailing so Clearly, she wasn't paralyzed at that point, but I didn't know how much damage there was. I tried to get my son to hold her legs, and he was, we were all in, you know, literally we were all in shock for what we seen, you know. You can't even imagine the picture of what we experienced. So I had, I, I took my daughter, and I, I put one arm over the top of her legs to stop her from kicking, and I wrapped my other arm underneath her and I pulled her into my lap to hold her tight so she would not hurt herself further. I went mean, into my lap. I was on my I was sitting on my feet basically and I pulled her onto my lap and then she went limp again and that's when I realized I had that my arm was wet and I looked and that's when I could see that her her scalp was dripping blood and I looked into where they had just poured new gravel on this dirt road and I could see where the indent of her her head was and there was nothing sharp like I said and like thank god they had just poured new gravel and so I, I just you know, like I said, time, it's kind of funny because, you know, as I tell my kids, there's no such thing as time. Time is, if if we believe in eternity, then time is only something that God gauges by this, the sun rising and setting. And so he helps us to understand, you know, by separating the days, but time is really irrelative, right? So when you're in a situation like this, time is either going to go really, really fast or it's going to go really, really slow. And I can honestly say when I was sitting there with my daughter in my arms praying, the time was just like gone because my older daughter was back just, it seemed like just in seconds. And she did bring the board and she did bring, she brought a pillow as well. And, but she had forgotten the arnica. And I said, okay, so, because I was already holding her, I was normal, I was going to put her on this board. And she brought it, actually she brought an old shutter from the house when we were remodeling. So it was, you know, about the size of my daughter. And I says, I already had her in my arms, so I just went and I just crawled into the van and I sat down in front of the seat on the floor and put her, like, on the seat while I was still hanging on to her. I says, go, go. And she goes, what about the other kids? And I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody get in the van. Just ditch your bikes. Let's go. And so we got home, and I says, she ran in and got the arnica, and we gave my daughter a dose. And like I said, she was still, she had gone limp again, and she hadn't woke up again since the first time she woke up flailing and screaming. And so then we just put a pellet in her cheek of arnica and I said and I but this time I had her laying out flat on the seat and I ran in to go call my husband and I no more than got two or three bounds away and my daughter yelled mom mom she's awake I went running back to the car 
the van and I said, sweetie, I said, it's mommy. And she looked at me and I could see she knew who I was, but the, the look in her eyes was so, well, her eyes were very bright, but I could see that she was confused, you know, and she was very dull looking, but her eyes were very bright, but her whole body was just like, she didn't move anything. She just, she just was like, like paralyzed. And I said, sweetheart, I says, if you can, if you can hear mommy, I want you to look at Joni. I said, just move your eyes and look at Joni. And so she did. And I, and then she looked back at me and I says, oh, sweetheart, that's such a biggie girl. I want you to look at Joni again. So mommy knows you can really hear me. So she did. She looked back and I says, oh, sweetie, uh, you know, thank goodness you hit your head. I says, we're going to take you to the hospital. And my, um, because the Arnica woke her up instantly. And then she went limp again and she fell asleep. Um, so then I ran, I says, Joni, stay with her. Don't move, leave. I I ran in the house to pack a bag, call my husband and I called my husband. I told him he was in town with a friend of his cause they had been working on a house and I says, get home. I says, Sophie's got a concussion. It's really bad. And so he didn't take him long to get home. And I, I had managed to pack a bag for just myself. <laughs> Later, in the got to the hospital, I realized I'd only packed clothes from the waist up. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And I had like three or four shirts, and oh, it was just ridiculous. Anyway, we got, um, we took her to the hospital. I called the ambulance, or the hospital on the way. They said, you want me to send an ambulance? He says, no, by the time they get there, we'll be there. It took us a half an hour to get there, and before we got there my daughter had woke up again she looked at me and she started throwing up all over the van which is normal for head injury patients is they they do tend to throw up uh, fact is a true head injury will always throw up because it's again it's a response and so she threw up all over herself all over me all over the back seat and we got to the hospital and like I said and I had called ahead okay this is the competence and this was a larger hospital and they I told them my daughter was seven and a half years old. She had a severe concussion, and they met me with a wheelchair. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, um, we got in there, and they put it, took her in for a CAT scan, and she, um, the doctor came out, and I says, how is she, doctor? And he, did, he wouldn't even look at me. And I said, is, does she have, is her head fractured? And he said, I can't call it a fracture. It's crushed. I said, what? He says, it's literally indented three millimeters, two to three millimeters. He says, we, we're not, we are not equipped for that here. We're going to have to airlift her down to the cities. And I says, no, we'll just take her. And he says, no, we can't allow you to do that. We have to airlift her. And I says, well, then I'll go with her. And he says, no, you can't go with her. And I said, I have rights. I'm a, you know, I said, either my husband or myself will go with her. I says, can we both go? And he says, no, there's no room in the helicopter. And I says, then she's not going. Get an ambulance. I says, my daughter's not going to die without me being next to her. And he said, no, I'm sorry, we can't do that. And I said, listen, Doc. I says, I either go with her or she doesn't go in that. You'll, you know. So anyway, they managed to find room for one of us. And my husband said, honey, you go. And so as it turns out, it's a good thing I was. Because the arnica that we were sticking in her cheek, they, um, <laughs> she kept trying to wake her up. And they had her on, they put her in a drug-induced coma so that they could stick a, air, uh, a trach tube down her into her lungs to for assisted breathing and oddly enough there wasn't room for ventilator in the helicopter either so they had her on a hand ventilator so that med tech was just breathing for her and she kept trying to wake up and you know here they we all have ear ear you know ear protection except for the patient with a with a you know head injury so i was holding my hands over her ears because 
the, the, the sound was so incredibly loud you can't even imagine and the two techs one was supposed to be keeping her out and she kept trying to wake up he needed more morphine they couldn't find it and here she's she was strapped to the gurney but she was trying to wake up and the other anyway I ended up taking the hand respirator and breathing making it go for my daughter while they're both looking frantically for more drugs to give my daughter to keep her into this drug-induced coma finally found some and all this this ride seemed to take forever and uh, anyway we got there and there was 40 people working on her when we got there we took her to the Hennepin County Trauma Center and so they do see traumas like this quite regularly they rushed her in for another CAT scan and by this time you know and I often think that that helicopter ride because I mean I've you if you listen to my birthing course you're gonna hear me talk about air pressure and what that has to do with like miscarriages and things like that well anyway when my daughter was airlifted her head was indented when we took off from the airport from the hospital in Alexandria when we got to the hospital in the Twin Cities which is an hour and a half away by car so it was about a half hour flight you know, actual air flight time. But when we landed and they took her in immediately for that first CAT scan there, her head was already bulged out. And so, and it, and you know, an hour and a half had gone by from to the CAT scan in Alexandria. And then when, you know, we got to the cities, it now her skull was kind of, the blood had bled out and away from the the brain. So it was kind of bulging on the outside of her skull and everything had moved out and it was weird because even the skull itself where it had been indented even the skull itself like I said was pushed out now between the arnica and the air pressure you know it's, it's it was all miraculous the way things took place because they kept her in the hospital there for five days they did take the trach tube out two days later they let her wake up out of the drug-induced coma I think on day well the second next day because she they kept taking her for CAT scans and it was fine. You know, everything was just getting better. I mean, she had a huge bruise on the frontal right lobe of her head from the, like the, you know, the, the shock. And so it bruised the front of her lobe too, not just where it was intended on the side of the left side of her head. So they call that, you know, like the impact trauma. And so anyway, and we just kept putting little pellets of arnica in her cheek because of the trach tube and everything else. That's all we were doing. I have arnica 30x and that's all we could do and they, they realized that they couldn't get the the t- trach tube out because the other hospital had put an adult sized tube down a seven year old throat so then they had to put her on steroids so that they could take the trach tube out because if they would have tried to just just take it out her throat would have closed up because it was too big and she would have suffocated so we had to wait six hours on steroids for that and then on top of all of that then they take it out and then they just kept and then they kept giving her Tylenol because I said, why are you giving her Tylenol? Well, because she's got a head injury. And I says, yeah. I says, and, she, and then she would throw up. They'd take her in front of the CAT scan. I said, she's throwing up because you're giving her all that sugar. She's not used to it. Can you at least give her chewables now that she's awake? And when they did that, she stopped throwing up and they stopped doing CAT scans then. She, um, she just kept getting better and the doctors kept coming around and they finally, they released her from ICU on Friday. So she was only in there for two days and she was the only head injury in that whole unit that kept getting better 
everybody else was have, would have setbacks. And because what happens with that head injury, that concussion, the brain shuts down first of all. The arnica instantly told the body to start healing itself. So what does it do? Is it starts moving that blood away from the injury site, and it just starts healing. So instead of the brain cells continuing to combust, because like I've, I've told you how the brain cells are like soft egg on the inside and they have like a very, very fragile shell around the outside of each cell. And so when it goes through a trauma like this, that kind of impact, like I said, her, the frontal lobe of her head, her brain was bruised as well. Not just the three millimeter indent that was four by one and a half on the left side of her head. Her, she was, is about as bad as you're going to get without, you know, instantaneous death and she um so anyway what happens is even you know like like if you you go out and you work hard chop wood you're oh you're you're kind of sore when you come in the next day oh gosh I'm a little bit sore it's like the second and third day that you're the most sore you can hardly move so if you take arnica the body starts repairing itself very quickly and you won't experience that tremendous soreness two to three days later. And the same with brain injuries, spleen injuries, any kind of injury. What happens is the body starts healing itself right away instead of just going into the stupor, okay, I overdid it, and it just tries to shut down, and then it experiences all that bruising and trauma. So her, her brain cells did not continue to combust. And like I said, there's a baby in there that was so awful, shaken baby syndrome, and the child came in injured, but over the course of the next few days, the child lost his sight, eventually became para paralyzed on one side. He ended up losing his hearing, and I'm, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he probably died. That's what happens with brain injuries is because, those, like I said, those brain cells continue to combust. So the Arnica was, you know, like I said, it was just my daughter was just getting better. And where am I going with all this? Through the course of all, you know, when the doctor released us, or, you know, before he released us, he sat us down and he put his, he leaned forward and he sat my husband and I both in front of him. He says, I just want you folks to know. And this is the, one of the nation's top neurosurgeons, at least that's what the other doctors in the hospital told us. And he leaned forward and he says, I just want you folks to know that injuries like this, this type of head injury, the patients don't live. 50% don't live. The other 50% don't get better. Not like this. I've never seen this. I just want you folks to know that. And I just smiled and says, well, doc, that's what Arnica and prayer will do for you. And he says, well, it's something. So my daughter got better. We went home. But she wasn't without her um, changes. Because the thing about head injuries is people always change. They There's always a personality change. If it's a, you know, I've never seen anyone that didn't have some sort of personality change. And people will talk about it. They either get nicer or they get meaner or whatever. And Kent wrote about, in the remi with the remedy net from Sulfuricum, he wrote about a fire, fire, firefighter who had such a personality change that he couldn't even be around his wife and his job anymore they had to you know, like, they sent him to the country anyway but the point is is my daughter also had personality changes she became more sensitive she would see a dead kitty on the side of the road and she would cry you know all kids would go oh mom you know at seven years old they're gonna say oh mommy look at the dead kitty yes I know honey and well she would start crying and she wouldn't be able to stop crying for like two hours so she was just hypersensitive to what was going on. But at the same time, I didn't want to do anything because I just wanted her to continue, you know, to healing and getting better. Well, then, and then she was having like these little fleeting pains. And so I, I recognized that as like, you know, neuralgia. So then I did give her the NatSulf in 30C. And every time she had a, uh, like a, like a fleeing pain or this a little shock of neuralgia, I would give her a dose of 30C. 
and the incidences got farther and farther apart. I noticed she was becoming less sensitive. And after about six months of giving her natrium sulfuricum, just occasionally, like I would only give it every two or three weeks, it seemed. Then after six months, I gave her a, a dose of 200. And I think I gave her another dose of 200 about six months later when something gave me a reason to do, oh, she was starting, she was sleepwalking, that was it. And so I gave her another dose of 200, and then I put her on, I did put her on um, nettle leaf, the herb nettle leaf, and that really helped as well. Because it was like everything, her whole brain had short-circuited, so her pituitary was obviously out of whack. And so by nourishing it with the nettle leaf and giving her the natrium sulfuricum, she stopped sleepwalking and stopped roaming around the house at night. <laughs> and she didn't know she was doing it. So, you know, that was that was kind of scary as well. So all in all, it was about an, a year and a half of just different things like this. And it wasn't really severe. It was no one from the outside would notice differences. But we in our family did notice. So then about a year and a half later, then I had the courage to give her the opium. The opium is another homeopathic remedy. And I will say that it's just a remedy that has just recently, I know everybody, the panic is off about FDA not taking off the homeopathic remedies because, you know, America feels we deserve to have them in our own hands. And so people aren't in a panic anymore. Well, guess what? Um, I've noticed that this remedy has just recently disappeared. This, this remedy, opium and also cannabis indicus ha, and cannabis sativa have, like I said, they've all disappeared off the regular homeopathic sites to be able to purchase homeopathic remedies. So you're going to have to be a little more creative. There are some smaller labs that I'm sure you can still get it from. Yes, I do have it as well because we need this remedy. If you have anyone that's ever been in a concussion, their brain, part of the brain will never wake up in the sense that the brain will always be on hyper alert in case it should get injured again. I've actually seen people that have had concussions and then before they even get hit, they close their eyes and they'll, they'll fall asleep. I mean, they go into a concussion mode because their brain is so afraid of being injured again. I know one kid that he's had like three or four concussions. Why? Not because he gets hit necessarily, but because something will happen. He'll trip or he'll fall and he'll just slip right into a like a coma-like state. So that's what happens with the brain. So the homeopathic remedy opium will bring them out of that state. And so when I gave it to my daughter, I told her, I says, honey, sit down. Um, I says, I'm going to give you a remedy. And I gave it to her in the 200 potency. And I says, and I want you to just sit there for a bit. Because I didn't know exactly. I've heard this remedy has wonderful effects. And since that day, I have used it several times. And the effects are absolutely unbelievable. But she sat there and she started giggling. She just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I says, what's so funny? Nothing. And then she's flushed. Her whole body flushed, just just bright rosy pink. She's real fair in here with pretty blonde hair and blue eyes. But she just flushed and she just smiling and she just sat there. She never did talk. And um, my older daughters were sitting there too and they were like, Sophie, what, what? She's like, nothing. And she just smiled and giggled. And so then she kind of calmed down and about 15 minutes later, then I says, okay, sweetie, you can get up and go. So she stood up and all of a sudden she looked at me and this look of surprise came over her face and she started walking around the room on her tippy toes and she, and she put her arms out like she was balancing she says I'm so tall and she went to the window and the trees are so pretty oh mom look at all the pretty colors and she was so excited that a part of her brain had woken that had been sleeping since her accident you know it only lasted a few minutes and off she went I did give her, I did re dose her about two weeks later 
and with no effect. So the opium one dose did the trick. It was unbelievable. And like I said, I've used that remedy since several times. And the reaction is, well, I've never actually witnessed the reaction in the sense that only one time I witnessed the reaction and that was immediate. And again, the colors was huge, the vibrant colors and the clarity. Um, and I'm one the, the one kid that took it, he had said, the leaves, the sky is so blue and the leaves, look at the leaves, how beautiful they are. So he had much the same reaction. And then I had a woman who had had 12 surgeries after a, she had almost died in a motorcycle accident 12 surgeries later. And she was left basically not retarded, but very, very simple, very sweet, very simple. But when she took the opium, she says, even her dad, when she went to visit for a holiday, she said, my dad even said, oh my goodness, you're doing so well. Look at you. And she said, and I feel so good. She just, she couldn't believe it. She says, I just feel almost like myself again. So it's amazing what this remedy will do after a concussion, how it will wake, wake up that part of the brain that's been trying to be stay sleeping. So like I said, I, I just I just threw this concussion podcast in here because I want people to realize that even though it looks as though you're keeping your rights, you're not. <laughs> okay. If you need to get, get your kits on hand. I'm not kidding, folks. It's, you know, they make it look like, oh, yeah, we're keeping them, and, and they're not there. But the point is, it's being mandated and there is a hold on things. So yes, we need to keep fighting. And I'm so proud of Paola and her group of Mary Warriors. I, I really am proud of them because it's people like that that are going to get something done for us. And we all need to help. We need to stay on board. But we also need the awareness. You need to be aware of what they're doing behind your back. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there. So you, you have that, you, you have the knowledge of how to take care of a concussion. So Arnica, Natrium sulfuricum and opium. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right. I'll let you go. May God bless you and yours. From LD Entertainment comes the miracle season. Without their star player, West Volleyball suffered another defeat. After the tragic death of volleyball star Caroline Found, West High School's remaining team players must work together in hope of winning the state championship. I told you to win for a line. If we want to show how much we miss her, we should just play with joy. Based on the inspiring true story. Time to take him down. The miracle season. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. More information is available at miracleseason.movie. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.